Welcome to EduMeasure, a podcast for teachers, students, parents, and others concerned with transforming teaching and learning. A podcast for exploring creative, unconventional responses to current issues in education. I'm your host, Bernd Esterbrook, a professor at a small liberal arts college in Illinois. And in today's podcast, I'd like to review aspects of the current controversy over AI and the role that it could or should play in the curriculum. Well, we'll start with the AI problem as currently conceived. Now, it's one of the hot topics in higher education these days. It became a kind of a sudden problem with the release of some information about the new incarnations of AI, such as ChatGPT and related programs. And there's been a lot of talk about the potential consequences of this so-called intelligence software particularly how it's going to affect our students' education. Now, these programs, which are readily available on the Internet, are capable of producing, at the very least, mediocre simulations of college writing, and thus they represent a temptation for those students who find writing difficult or unappealing. Now, the concern expressed in many public discussions is that these programs will lead to widespread cheating, which will subvert key aspects of college and high school education. But at the same time, even though this is an obvious problem, it does not seem realistic to prohibit or suppress these programs. And even if we were able to identify this kind of cheating through some sort of process or algorithm, it is clear that determining whether the written work that we receive really is the student's work or merely the product of AI programs is going to become ever more difficult as these programs increase in sophistication. What I'd like to do today is to reframe this discussion and to look at it from a slightly different angle. Now, as currently constituted, faculty in colleges and universities, and I'm speaking here too of what's taking place to some extent in high schools, they are setting themselves in opposition to what appears to be an inevitable advance in technology, which means that opposition to such programs and our efforts to suppress or mitigate them are probably doomed to failure. Now, there's an inevitability argument here at work that is common to many of our current discussions about the influence of technology on our society. And that is, it's the argument that the complexity and power of new technologies will necessarily outpace any efforts to control or limit those technologies. Efforts to slow this process down or control it are deemed futile. And assuming this inevitability, Teachers and the pedagogical practices they currently seek to defend are therefore doomed to obsolescence. This is a battle that we cannot win. So the question then becomes, are our efforts to teach students how to write a lost cause? Now for the 21st century, this is an existential question, since writing skills have been fundamental to the goals of a classical college education. So to find, we find ourselves on the horns of a classical dilemma. Either we fight a losing battle against technology, or we acquiesce in the dominance of that technology over our curriculum. Now, I'd like to tackle this problem as one might resolve problems posed by any unacceptable dilemma, that is, by refusing to accept that there are only two possible solutions. And the best way to do this, as I see it, is to redefine the problem, that is, to question the assumptions that stand behind it. Let's look at just a few of those assumptions. Writing, as currently practiced in high school and college, was and is an essential part of contemporary education. And a corollary to this assumption is that students find writing difficult, 
unappealing, and irrelevant, and will therefore use any means available to avoid such writing. We should reject this new technology completely because it threatens our educational system. That is, offshoring, so to speak, written assignments to computer programs is deemed unacceptable. Here's another assumption. The application of advanced technology in our society cannot be controlled or limited. The rationale behind this assumption is that the economic, political, and social dynamics of our society make such control unthinkable. A third assumption. The products of technology, such as ChatGPT, are difficult to distinguish from the written work that our students currently produce. So for this episode, let's consider the first assumption, that writing as currently practiced is an essential part of contemporary education. Now, as an educator myself, for nearly four decades, I know that my students' ability to express themselves in writing has decreased substantially. And there are no end of analyses of contemporary education that report the very same thing. In spite of the optimistic and well-intentioned declarations in our institution's formal statements about pedagogy and curriculum, the fact is that our students do less and less writing both in and outside of the classroom, in no small part because they also do less reading. Teachers know this. The quality of their students' writing has not improved in the last decade. Now, there are still great teachers of writing and many exceptional students who can indeed write very well. But most of us know that our students have approached the formal knowledge of written language in a very different way ever since the Internet and social media became prominent influences in their lives. Now, if we want to question Assumption 1, that does not mean that we have to give up altogether on the value of writing in high school and college education. But it does force us to reconsider our expectations for written work and to ask the question, how are we to respond to the influence of modern technology on student writing? If our standards for what constitutes acceptable or competent writing have declined to the point that computer programs can now produce written work of the same or superior quality to our students' writing, then perhaps we should raise those standards. Did ChatGPT and related programs merely reveal the fact that we have acquiesced in lower standards? If AI can now produce mediocre writing samples that are equivalent to what our students can produce, should we blame AI? Or should we recognize that we have allowed our standards to decline? Is AI therefore not so much a threat, but rather a wake-up call that has forced us to confront our tacit acceptance of mediocrity in a vital area of education. There's a logic here that is hard to avoid. If AI can reproduce human writing at a mediocre level, why should we be teaching or accepting writing at such a level? Are students correct in their belief that mediocre writing should be left to computers and algorithms? Why should we teach them to do something that can be done faster and more expeditiously by machines? Isn't writing pointless if what our students produce is similar to what these machines can produce? If we believe that writing is indeed still meaningful and necessary in the college curriculum, then AI programs of this type are diagnosing a deficit in our education. That is, we have neglected to insist that our students write with skill, insight, and precision. We've taught them that substandard writing is acceptable 
And now they are telling us that that kind of writing is the purview of digital technology. It seems to me that the era of ChatGPT and related technologies has unearthed questions that we have long either ignored or neglected. If we truly believe that writing is essential for our students, then we have to justify why we are teaching and what we are teaching. We have an argument to make to our students and their parents, an argument that requires us to reconsider the practices in high school and college that have made mediocre writing our current norm. Now, critics of the assumption that writing is and should be a vital part of a college education may say that it is only a matter of time before AI programs will produce not just mediocre writing, but eventually even superior writing. If our goal is to foster student writing that is better than what machines can produce, only a limited sample of our students will ever be able to accomplish this, and eventually the machines will produce written work that is as good or better than what even our best writers can produce. So why bother? Now, an obvious response to this argument is that college writing, essays, persuasive papers, etc., is not about fostering student writing that can compete with products developed by AI. But rather, college writing should function as a stepping stone to higher cognitive functions, such as reflection, creativity, inspiration, and critical thinking. That is, the writing process, the gathering of information, the analysis of what weight to give to key ideas, rhetorical functions, the clarity of definitions, and the translation of inchoate emotions, ideas, insights, and impulses into clear and communicable language. This writing process is the point of our students' writing. What they learn from the organizing of their thinking that takes place during the writing process is what makes college writing both necessary and valuable. The student that has ChatGPT write her paper instead of writing it herself has failed to understand the rationale behind the assignment. She is as mistaken as the student athlete who wants a spot on the soccer team but then pays another student to run laps in her stead. She doesn't understand the true purpose of the laps that she is required to run. The problem with ChatGPT is not that it can simulate student papers to the point that it is difficult for teachers to recognize when students are cheating. The new AI program has revealed that our students do not really understand why we are requiring them to write. Now, if college and high school writing is merely about producing products, then the complete superiority of the machine in product production is only a matter of time. But if writing is a prerequisite for competence, for deeper understanding, for mental flexibility, for sophistication and skill in the use of language, and for reflecting on our thinking, then ChatGPT becomes irrelevant. The real challenge that ChatGPT poses for both teachers and learners is that we have to make the rationale for college and high school writing explicit rather than merely implicit. Our institutions for a very long time indulged in vague generalities. Writing skills are a vital part of the college curriculum. Decades ago, students and their parents were prepared to accept the truth of these generalities because they respected the authority of educational institutions. Their thinking went along the lines of, well, the faculty must know what they are doing, and colleges and universities have been doing this for a very long time, and we will submit to their authority even if we don't understand why it's necessary. But those days are gone. 
Our educational institutions have squandered their authority, and the forces driving contemporary society have relegated educational institutions to the sidelines. We can no longer take our authority for granted. So much so that there is now a lively and increasingly persuasive argument against higher education that seems to be gaining traction among prospective college students. The necessity and value of a college education has come under scrutiny. And given the costs of a college education today, we can no longer just fall back on cliches and generalities when we argue for the value of what we teach. When we argue that writing is an essential part of a college education today, we will be called to account, not in terms of formal assessment, which all too often attempts to reduce teaching and learning to numbers on a spreadsheet, but rather will be asked to demonstrate the power and necessity of human thought when it is rendered in the written word. How do we do this? By looking closely at our motivations, at our assumptions, and our ideals. Writing should not be something we assign in our classrooms, but rather something we inspire by example and precept. Writing requires discipline, but our modern notion of that word has neglected to take into account its etymology and origins. A disciple embraces practices that require restraint and patience, and she does so out of love rather than compulsion. The writing that our students do should not merely be experienced in exercises in control and rule following. Writing should partake of the joy that comes from a mind that has been inspired to express itself, inspired to render the fiery impulse at the heart of that expression in words that retain that fire even as they channel it to serve human understanding. ChatGPT is only a threat to writing as a product. It's a threat to formulaic writing to writing as busy work, to writing that fails to approach the writing process as revelatory in its ability to refine thought and ideas. As the old adage puts it, writing is rewriting. At its best, it's an opportunity for students to reflect upon their thinking, upon their skill in rendering their ideas in language. The best writing is intimately connected with reading, with discussion, with all the different aspects of the classroom. In this sense, ChatGPT may have rendered us a service because it makes formulaic writing assignments untenable. Assigning an essay, marking it up, and then returning it is not enough. The new AI forces us to adopt an idealism that views writing as a process rather than a product. Rewriting, editing, reflecting, expressing our ideas. The teaching of writing in the future will require much more work and dedication for both the student and the teacher. It will require writing to be integrated into everything that takes place in the classroom, rather than an external, isolated exercise that can be simulated by a machine. I suspect that ChatGPT will force teachers to employ in-class writing exercises, written reflections on discussions and lectures, position papers on the course's texts and multimedia, and rewriting that relies on extensive oral feedback and teacher-student interaction. And in spite of recent dire predictions, the essay is by no means dead. But teaching students its value will require pre-writing exercises, conceptual analysis, peer group review, and open classroom discussions. The particulars will vary from class to class, 
But if writing is truly integral to the course, there'll be numerous opportunities for writing that have little or no connection with ChatGPT. That's all for today. We hope that the reflections in this podcast series will be useful to teachers and students who are confronting the implications of new technologies and how they influence teaching and learning that takes place in the classroom. EduMeasure is produced by Ed Leonard and Bear Nesterbrook with help from our editing and engineering intern, Miranda Araujo. Thanks for listening.